Okay, welcome to Supply Chain Radio. My name is Greg Kiefer, and today I have with me John Atherton, who's the Chief Knowledge Officer at GT Nexus. Hello, John. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Oh, welcome. Um, so, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about something called social supply chain. And before we get into it, you know, I think that um, you know we all are very familiar with Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and the whole social phenomenon that is really infiltrated all of our personal lives. And I know there's a lot of talk about how people or companies can take that and apply it into kind of the business world. And if you think about supply chain, it's all about companies operating as networks with partners all over the world, whether it be suppliers or carriers or banks or whatever. And there's a natural extension of that kind of phenomenon into supply chain management. Maybe you can just give us your view of what you call social supply chain. Sure. I think your definition and introduction there, Greg, is spot on. The way I think of it is to break down that phrase, social supply chain, into two basic components. I'll take the last one first, which is supply chain. And you're right. That's a series of business processes that are linked together in order to move goods and funds from one party to another. And in order to do that, companies rely on a whole network or a whole series of constellations of companies to get that done. And at the end of the day, they're human beings that are interacting. Part one is social, which is human beings interacting. And we're seeing a lot of that in the consumer space today, both in our generation and our kids' generations, using properties like Flickr and Wikipedia and Twitter and Facebook, uh, which allow them to simply interact faster in a more convenient way. So you take those two and you put them together. That is social supply chain, which is taking the now generation of tools that our kids are used to and applying them to the old school supply chain world. Right. So maybe before we get into some more specific examples, I'm going to take you back to elementary school. And you'd sit in a circle and, you know, the, the teacher would say, would tell the first kid in the, in the circle a story. And then you'd turn around and whisper it in the ears and it would go around the circle. And by the time it got to the end, right, there was a very different thing. That kind of happens in supply chain today, right, without a, without a Facebook-like thing for it, right? Yeah, very much so. You know, I think of that vignette being the old telephone game. You know, you start out with a part of the story that's very clear and understood, but by the time it gets down the line or through your network of partners, uh, the story becomes diluted or even worse, incorrect. And so that definitely happens in all areas of the supply chain. And unlike the elementary school example, where the ramifications of that are not that important, in the supply chain world, that can mean higher costs, uh, mis-inventory in locations, and other ramifications that are, are far more dire. Right, right. So in your role as Chief Knowledge Officer at GT Nexus, I, you know, I do know that you are out in the field talking to many of the world's biggest companies about this very thing all the time for several years now. Maybe you could walk the audience through a couple of examples, you know, re really you know, feet on the ground, very specific examples of, of how this might work or how this is being handled today in the cloud. Sure, Greg. You know, not that I've seen every last customer uh, across the globe, but I've seen a lot on, on different continents and in different industry sectors from pharma to high tech to retail to 3PL to carriers. And uh, some of the more obvious scenarios or examples where this might apply, uh, I can give you a couple of them. The first one is to start with the basic concept of file sharing. So it would be very common for an importer or an exporter to have a whole group of freight forwarders and carriers that they interact with to perform transportation activities. And they'll write up what's called a standard operating procedure guide. Think of it as a long Microsoft Word document, 50 or 60 pages that stipulate and document the rules of how to operate that customer supply chain. 
And commonly, these companies email that file out to their partners via an attachment to an email. And then when it gets versioned, they have to send it again. And it's kind of like the telephone game. And so a very common example of using social constructs like Wikipedia is to get that information in one central location and then invite supply chain partners to access it securely over the web. And they'll have instant access to the updates as they occur over time. Uh, another example, uh, you could think of Twitter. So Twitter you know, allows, I guess now, over 150 million people to share information quickly in less than 140 characters. Now take that concept and apply it to, social, to uh, the social supply chain world and think of a place where now the human beings in that physical supply chain network are exchanging short bursts of information about the everyday operations uh, across the globe. This could be short sentences of information. They could contain links to other structured data objects like orders or shipments. And then even better though, because it's in a central location, uh, all participants in the network get visibility to that and they can subscribe to the tweets or the signals that they're interested in. Uh, and I guess maybe the last one I, I see a future in and happening right now as well is around uh, broader forums and conversations. You know, unlike supply chain applications that are really focused on structured data objects, again, like orders, inventory, or shipments, there's a whole world of conversation that goes around that. I think of this as the unstructured set of information. And so we see companies trying to capture those conversations in a central location and combine them with the structured data objects to give a full picture to what's going on. Hmm, cool. So, you know, this is sounds great. Um, I'm sure that it's not all here yet. Where do you see it? I mean, in the near term, um, what's the status of social supply chain? How's it? Is it being adopted? Uh, what, what do you see as kind of the next big thing there? Well, you know, rather than maybe looking out for the next big thing across the 5, 10, 15 year horizon, I think the next big thing is simply said in the next 6 to 12 months, which is people actually doing it. Uh, and because, of course, supply chain globally is all around collaboration across companies, the cloud is uniquely positioned to power that. And I think the next big thing is actual adoption of that. Uh, we're seeing in the field already customers that are doing that with their external partners, and they're seeing benefits from it. So I think the next big thing is more rapid uh, innovation and, and adoption uh, across the existing technology base with customers that, that we know. Uh, and I think I'll take a little bit of a wait and see on the five to 10 year horizon uh, to see how that develops. Right, it seems like if uh, companies begin to move their systems uh, into the cloud, this is a natural extension of that, right? Versus having it installed behind your firewall, for example. Yeah, very much so. You know, there's social business uh, technologies that are designed to be used behind the four walls, as you point out, uh, and they're not designed to be used across company boundaries, and, and the cloud solves that. I think the other ingredient to keep in mind is that the uh, generations of employees that are coming into the workforce in general and also in supply chain across the globe, right, are younger ones. They're used to Facebook and Twitter and Wikipedia. So they're expecting that to be integrated into their everyday workflow, which is more and more becoming blurred between uh, consumer, you know, personal world and the business world. Great. Well, that's fan fascinating stuff. And uh, John, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Uh, this is Supply Chain Radio. We're signing off. Thank you.